My name's Shaquan, but a lot of people know me by my other name, Mad Skills. I'm an MC. My name is Mad Skills. Now let's make some noise. I'm a DJ. Oh, yeah. I'm a ghostwriter for some of your favorite rappers. I'm not about to tell you who, though. But most importantly, I'm a hip-hop enthusiast. Hip-hop confessions is raw, unfiltered conversations with my friends revealing things that they didn't like, never knew about, I don't know, or never got into about hip-hop culture. So sit back. Oh, come on, y'all. Turn up the volume. Hip-hop. And listen to Hip-Hop Confessions. Because everybody's got one. Here's a little story that must be told. And it goes a little something like this. this, this, this. What's up, y'all? It's your boy, Mad Skills, and we are back. This is Hip Hop Confessions, the show where I gather up my friends and I keep the microphone turned on and you find out something that you never knew or something that you've never, you know, put out into the world that's hip hop related. It can be your opinion on something. It could be a true story. But um, yeah, this is Hip Hop Confessions with your boy, Mad Skills. I got two of my best friends in the building with me today. I'm excited about this show. Um, two DJs that have been uh, I've known for more than twenty years at yeah. a piece, like so. Mm-hmm. It, it insane, insane. I'm gonna introduce them one at a time. Iron DJ Iron, the legendary Big Daddy DJ Iron from DC. <laughs> Give it up for DJ Iron, y'all. Thank how, you, bro. Thank how are you, you sir? I'm excellent. You know, I do. I have known you for 30 years, man. I, you know, I, I, I met you right after you cut those damn threads off. <laughs> yes. Yes. And we're going to pivot to the next next legendary guest. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, my brother, y'all know him. Y'all love him. He is a heavy hitter, DJ extraordinaire, rapper extraordinaire, father extraordinaire. Um, just just one of my best friends, man, and just an all around good person. Y'all give it up for the heavy hitter DJ Lonnie B. Yo, hype man B. extraordinaire. I got my hype man career kicked off. Ah. Skills hype man. Listen, man. <laughs> um, I've known both of you guys for, like I said, over twenty years. Some of the best advice I've ever gotten was from both of y'all. Um, and and, and I just want to say I appreciate all you, that y'all have been to me in my life. Just as just as brothers. You know what I'm saying? Before it even came down to hip hop music or or anything like that, I know that's what brought us together, man. But I definitely consider both of y'all brothers. I love both of y'all. You know what I'm saying? We're gonna get that out the way first. Yeah, nah, the feeling is mutual, bro. Um, you know, I don't think uh I think everything in life happens for a reason. You know what I'm saying? And, right. You know, regardless of you know where I am in life and my career, man, I can honestly say a lot of the opportunities and a lot of the relationships that I have, you know, came from running, you know, by your side and you believing in me enough to give me that opportunity, man. So, you know, I love you just as much and I appreciate everything you've done for me as well. Likewise, brother. Likewise, yeah. likewise. Iron. It feels, man, you know, I, I kind of met you, uh, you know, because we both like to talk hip hop. The moment we see each other, we start talking hip hop. And <laughs> and every time you came to town, we, we, we carve out a little time to talk hip hop and that turned into a friendship. And now we talk every other day about everything and hip hop. So, brother, it is reciprocated, and come on, man, your family at this point. Your oh, family. man, thank you, man, thank you. So with that being said, the introduction's out of the way. Y'all know what it is. This is Hip Hop Confessions. DJ Iron, we're going to kick it off with you. I need to hear your hip hop confession. All right, I have two. I'm going to share the first one. The first one starts with me interning at Uptown Records mm-hmm. uh, in the summer of 91 or 92, I think. I want to believe I was Puffy's first intern. 
Wow. Oh, wow. I could be wrong, but that was Puffy's first instinct. Did you get a bad boy had jacket? A oh, I got the bad boy jacket to prove it. Um, I got the bad boy poster before there was a bad boy. Like when it was just an idea. It's, a, it's this poster of, I don't think it's his son. No, I don't think it's his son. Of this kid wearing Timberland boots and a chain on Puffy's chain on. So I was there at the very inception, at least when it was in his head. And he was literally off the high of, uh, literally off the high of, uh, Jodeci's album exploding. The first one, the first album started to explode, and Mary J. Blige at that point had only recorded Real Love. Wow. And was in the prop. 91. You remind me. 91. 91. Here's the story. My internship ends. I go back home. I'm talking to Puffy every couple of days or so. I'm like, you know, when I graduate, I want to get a job. I want to get a job. He said, oh, man, we're going to work that out. We're going to work that out. He tells me, I, uh, I, I've signed this, this guy, this rapper named, named Biggie. I was like, oh, man, he's like, man, I, I like this guy with slow, slow records. I know you're a big record guy. When you was up here, that's all you talked about is sampling and talking to biz about breakbeats and all this stuff. I need slow, slow stuff. I was like, all right, let me go to my record. I go to my record. I pull three records. I'm going to be mm-hmm. honest, I don't remember two of them, but I remember one. Now, I say this not to think that I helped produce this record. I don't say that. I did anything, but there's an interesting energy, and it makes me feel good, like I might have been a part of the process. One of the records I pulled for him is Hot Butted Soul. Fast forward a year and a half later, Warning comes out, and I'm listening to it. And I'm like, I think that's the record I told him to use. Wow. And now, it's hard for anybody. I don't want, because Easy Mo is an entity all to himself, but some odd reason, I feel like I'm a part of that, and I don't know why. But I think I'm a, I'm a part of that. I think that whole synergy around that record, the notorious B.I.G. being on that record, I think I'm part of that synergy. So, wow. so you used to actually talk records with Puff? Well, he, honestly, that wasn't his thing. The greatest thing about Puffy Man is uh, he believes in himself beyond anybody. I didn't, I didn't know, I didn't know how that be that level of fear. <laughs> right. I'm sitting there, and this Puffy's up there screaming at nice and smooth about how he should let them be, let him be their manager. And I'm like, you don't know how to manage anybody, but he believed he could, and that was enough. So I think the biggest thing I, I wish I'd gotten earlier is to literally baptize yourself in the fire. What are you waiting for? Right. But that time, that one time he did, he literally called. It was like nine o'clock at night. He called me. He's talking about Biggie, and I, I, I wish I could remember the other two records, but one of them was Hot Butter Soul, and I played it for him over the phone. He's like, "What is that?" And I told him the title, and I told him the name. So I don't know. I, I, it feels it feels mystical, and I feel like I'm a part of it. That's all. Right. Listen, if if you played Isaac Hayes for Puff before Biggie, just just that alone, you know what I'm saying, is a is a is a crazy ass testament. How long were you at Uptown Records? I was only up there for a summer, man. I went up there for one summer, and it was still possibly one of the most incredible summers of my life. Uh, I I literally had an apartment that the, the kitchen was so small you couldn't open the oven all the way. <laughs> and not lying, that's not an exaggeration. That's not an exa- and I used to have to walk 38 blocks to work. I walked 38, 38? New York blocks to work and home Jeez. every day because I was broke. Damn, I was broke, broke. And here's the thing: I'm from DC, so I don't know New York. But right. guess where I landed? I got an apartment in Chelsea, which sounds like what? Like, like it sounds why? Because I didn't know New York. I I I didn't know to go to go to Brooklyn or Queens. I just like, okay, somewhere I can walk to the office and my rent. And now this is 1991. My rent was $1,200 a month. Wow. wow. I used 
excuse, all my savings to stay up in New York, but it was worth every dime. What's crazy is when I moved to New York and even Lonnie, you know, Lonnie was around in these days when I moved to New York and I was working on uh, from where uh, my dumb ass. I lived in Times Square. Remember yeah, that? I remember, yeah. I lived on 49th and 6th Avenue. Like That shit was the dumbest decision ever <laughs> in life. Like I could look outside at four in the morning and it looked like it was four in the afternoon. How much was that apartment though? Shit. I, did, I think it was $1,400 a month, but I didn't pay it. Wow. You know, I had a change in faces budget. Big B paid for all that shit. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, but just being in New York in, in the early 90s was, you know, was was everything to us. Eating at tags. Yeah, eating at tags, <laughs> like walking around the city. I think I, I, I remember when we went up there to do Rock Steady in the park. Yeah. Um, for uh, stretching Bobito, man. We did I, the show the day before, and then we went there. Right, and, and then we went up there and did the freestyle. That's when I met Clark Kent. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Remember when we went to NYU, and it Jay-Z was and it said, was us. Yep. We had to go in and do an interview with uh, Mark Moore. Moore. Yep. And then Jay Z and Dame was right after us, sitting at the table, right out there. What? Yeah. Like, yo, New crazy. York. Uh, the synergy of New York, man, was 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 crazy in the early 90s and and we would always trek up and forth up and down the highway trying to get on trying to get heard going to the the seminars the rock steadies in the parks you know what i mean i always remember bumping into people like helter skelter yeah, and cellar, cellar dwellers, dwellers. ate off the assassin yes <laughs> the uh, early lyricist yep. lounge days yeah did you guys make it to any of the clubs because when i was interning with puffy he him and jessica rosenblum to uh Daddy's house. I've never been, but I heard about that. I heard about that. Didn't we go to Mad Wednesdays? We went to Mad Wednesdays. There was a lot of people there that night. Lord Finesse. Lord Finesse was there. I remember Big L was there, too. Big L was there with Lord Finesse. Mad Wednesdays, and I remember we was tripping because that's the 22 twos on Reasonable Doubt took place at the same place we were. Yep. Yeah, just, you know, New York in the 90s was, was insane. You know what I'm saying? But that's dope. Like hot buttered soul, you played for Puff before, before I Biggie played, used I played it. Over the phone in my room at twelve oh four Quincy Street, Northwest DC. I played over the phone around nine thirty, nine forty five, ten o'clock at night. Over the phone, that's wow. a real one. Lonnie B, yo, I need a hip hop confession, something that you never told anybody, <laughs> and let's get it. All right. Um. So for me. Um, you know, Mix Your Power Summit was, was a huge thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mix Your Power, Mix your Summit. power yeah. Summit. Shout Renee McLean. Yeah, man. That's, you know, mm. that's why I met enough. I met a lot of DJs. A lot of my DJ friends are in, in the industry. I met them all at the Mix Your Power Summit. You know, I think anybody that knows me knows that, you know, I'm a real quiet person. So, you know, at the Mix Your Power Summit, it's, it's you know, if, if I'm one on one with a person, I might, you know, start a, a conversation. Whatever. Right. But for the most part, I'm the, the quiet dude right. in the room. So for sure. You know, I know you for a long time. Yeah. I, I can I can attest to that. Yeah. So, you know, just moving around, you know, the, the power. Somebody have all these different type of events going on and you just never know who you're going to bump into. I remember bumping into, uh, you know, Gangstar. And, I mean, just just bump into everybody. So, right. You know, what year? This had to have been. Nine somewhere between ninety eight and two thousand. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember the exact. My year. most memorable one was two thousand and two. That was that was Puerto Rico though. Yeah. So you know the other thing was I didn't fly. So once right, they, they once started it, to go, yeah, you I, wasn't fucking with I that. I didn't shit. go to yeah, and I used to drive and catch the train to 
Miami every time that they wow. had it. Yeah, yeah. So um, the crazy thing is, of course, if you've been to one of the Mixed Show Power Summits. Uh, Which is a big, It's a, if, for the people that don't know, it's a big uh, DJ convention. Um, and radio, radio yeah. DJs, and and we program directors and people, artists, they all come together in yeah. one place and kind of congregate. Yeah. And it was more, more. I think it was more mix show DJs yes. and, and and record um, execs and, and right. the, um, yeah, hence the, artists. the mix yeah. show power something. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying. So, um, you know, a lot of the the parties, the alcohol was free, mm-hmm. the food was free. So, yeah. I remember being at a party lit, man. And um, again, like I told you, I was real quiet, and all of a sudden. You know what I'm saying? Um, I saw the genius. And I'm sitting there thinking to myself. Genius. Wu-Tang Clan. Wu-Tang Clan. Right. Genius. The Jizza. Yep. Okay. I saw the Jizza. And I'm like, wow. So, you know, at this point, again, I told you I'm usually the quiet, quiet person. I'm like, yo, this is my opportunity to be that guy. Like, because I knew before the Jizza was in the Wu, you know, he had words from the genius. He was on Cold, you know, cold Chilling. Like, yeah, I had yeah, the yeah. record. You know what I'm saying? Like, sort of, I, I want to walk up to him and... and and be that guy to be like, yo, I know everybody know you from. You was a fan of yeah, him. Yeah, for sure. a fan and just knowing everything. So, you know what I'm saying? I get myself, you know, hyped all up to walk up to him. I just mm-hmm. start, you know, pouring my heart out. You know what I'm saying? Yo, bro, I got, you know, the words from the genius. And, you know, I've been a fan since before. Right. You know, and I'm just just going. He's just looking at me. You know what I'm saying? And I, I ain't want to stop. I just wanted to be that guy. Right. Hey, give me the pound. Take you want to Right. You want to get it all out. Man, I'm going. I'm going. I'm going. And then when I finished talking to him, he just looks at me and says, uh, yo, I'm Inspector Deck. (laughs) 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 Oh, shit. (laughs) Yeah. So so needless to say, I went back to not saying shit for the rest of the conference. Yo, wait. So wait, wait. Back it up. Back it up. So you you saw this rapper and you you had uh, been drinking. Yeah, I've been drinking. And and being a fan of the Jizzle early days, cold chilling, you walked up to him and poured your heart out. Man, I had I had yeah. I had words from the genius. I had come do me the twelve yeah. inch. I had all that shit. Just I just I wanted to be that guy. I wanted to be the one that like I know hip hop. I know hip hop. Like you know, right. <laughs> That I'm Inspector Deck. <laughs> you know what's crazy? It was right around the time uh, Inspector Deck was on Loud around this time. He had, he had, uh, he, yeah, he was on Loud Records around the time, so it, it made sense. You gotta tell us what you was drinking, though, bro. What was that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, nigga. But, you know, but I ain't gonna front, man. I don't know. I don't know if the the alcohol just gave me the courage because I still probably would have made the same mistake sober. You know what I'm saying? Right. I mean. <laughs> Yo, that's that? classic. Like, imagine walking up to who you think is the jizzer and pour out all of that shit, and a nigga look at you and say, "Yeah, but I'm inspector deck." And then out of out of nowhere, you just hear the Wu Tang shit. <laughs> 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 Wu Tang Clan. <laughs> 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 Oh man. oh man, listen, we've all had those moments, man, where we, you know, we we see our favorite artists. I ain't never had a moment like that yeah. though. And I felt, you know, to be a person that, you know, feels like he knows so much about hip hop and music. Right, bro, right. I felt like the biggest dumbass. Like <laughs> I just wanted to go back to my room, just go get back on the train and just come on back to uh, Virginia after that, man. <laughs> nobody nobody peeped it. It was nah, just you it was and just him. That, me and him, yeah. Oof, like that. Thank God. 
Yeah, well, I, I guess everybody knows now, though. So <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. Listen, Lonnie B uh, poured his heart out to who he thought was the Jizza, and in turn being the I and the Rebel INS. <laughs> At least he told you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and he didn't. I mean, he he definitely played me. Like it won't like a, a nice way. <laughs> you know, he definitely let it be known that I was a dumbass a little bit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Oh yeah, shit! So. Oh man, listen, that's funny. Those guys are, you know, influential group, man. Um, I remember being in New York at my album release party. I don't know if you was there or not. Old Dirty Bastard was came, there. yeah, yeah. Old Dirty Bastard came and got on the microphone and wouldn't get off, and nobody wanted to go up there and tell him, like, yeah, yeah, you know, you gotta pass the mic. I was dirty. there. I remember that. That nigga would not stop rapping. Rest in peace. God bless the dead, man. But yeah, that's that's funny. Yeah, that that's funny. Listen, man. I'm not going to hold y'all. I appreciate both of you guys. Um, this has been Thank dope, you. man. And just to be able to do this show with two of my brothers and 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 have a moment where, you know, we all can sit down and just congregate and just talk about the things that have happened in our lives and some of the good experiences, even some of the bad ones, yeah. Lonnie B. <laughs> even some of the bad ones. I appreciate both of you guys so much. Uh, where, can they, where can they follow you at, DJ Irie? Uh, DJ Irie underscore I-R-A-N, like the country Iran, DJ underscore I-R-A-N. Okay, DJ underscore I-R-A-N. Y'all make sure y'all follow him. One of my favorite DJs, amazing guy. Appreciate you so much, bro. And Lonnie B, where can they get you at? Follow me at DJ Lonnie B on everything. That's DJ L-O-N-N-I-E-B. That's it. Listen, man, I pre- like I said, I appreciate y'all, man. We're going to get up out of here. This has been Hip Hop Confessions. Cause everybody got one. Here's a little story that must be told. And it goes a little something like this. this, this.